Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the PSPA podcast, kindly brought to you thanks to the kind support of the Pavers Foundation in memory of Mary Yule. I'm Liz Sturgis, PSPA Helpline Care Navigator, and I will be here with you each month chatting about different topics with carers from the PSP and CBD community. Today we're talking to Sue Wilsey about her experience of caring for her husband Mike and the challenges that she and her family faced in explaining what PSP is to other family members and friends following the diagnosis. Hello Sue and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Would you like to begin by telling us a little bit about your husband Mike? Yes, um, Mike is, oh gosh, what is he, 73 I think now, 73, and about three years ago um, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's after a very serious fall, although all the signs had been there before. It took the fall in a way to get him into hospital Mm -hmm. to be assessed and he was assessed as having Parkinson's. And then the Parkinson's meds weren't really working. They weren't doing their job at all. And that's when PSP came onto the horizon and um, he was diagnosed with that. And so what sort of um, symptoms was he experiencing around that time? What early days you mean? Mm, Yes, early days. Um, um, Falls, falls were not not uncommon and um, forgetting things and silly little things that all added up to something, but in themselves were not serious, you know, because everyone's like, oh yes, I forget everything, you know, Um, it's our age. Um, so it, it took a while to see that there was something really under that. Mm. Okay. And did you find that family and friends were picking up on the symptoms as well, or was it most noticeable to immediate family? Or um, I think um, that um, family didn't want to see that. Now, we have four children and three of them live away, so they're not in day-to-day contact um, with Mike. So I can understand that. It's only me who is. Um, but if anything, I would say perhaps perhaps a reluctance to admit mm. there was something. Mm. Mm. And and the ones who lived away, they didn't notice it when they did see him, because sometimes that's when people do notice the change, isn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously, but after the after the fall, he was in hospital for four months, you know, and and all all the kids came up and and visited regularly. And um, after that, there was no sort of um, discussion, really. Mm. um, I think it is difficult at this age because I, you know, I forget things. We all forget things or bump the car or whatever it is or perhaps we don't all but I do Mm. so it's difficult it was difficult to kind of separate those things that were happening from what was happening to your peers really exactly yes Yes. Yes. okay so when you finally did get the right diagnosis for Mike um how did you decide which family and friends to tell and how long after the diagnosis was it that you told them um, we decided to tell um, just the children, really, um, at first, um, and a couple of very close friends. Mm-hmm. And we told the children, certainly, I think the same day that got the diagnosis. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And did you have any support from anyone in how to best do that? Or did you just do what you felt was right with each of your children? 
Um, well, we have a sort of family WhatsApp. So I actually, first of all, did a group one and then <laughs> they all reacted characteristically in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was able to um, speak or, or text each one individually. I don't know if that, you know, no idea if that was the right way to do it or not. I think the right way is the way that works best for you, isn't it? It's Yeah. Mm. So, Sue, how did you find explaining what PSP is and, and what sorts of responses did you get to that? Well, the first response is normally, uh, what is it? Mm. Um, and then some people start guessing what the initials stand for, you know. Right. <laughs> Very, never get it right, of course. Um, and then even, of course, and I would be the same with somebody else, um, you can have it explained, but you don't always remember what it is or what it stands yeah. for. And actually, I looked it up, there, were, there are a lot of acronyms that are very, very similar to that. You know, we heard a lot about PPE, didn't we, during the, yes. um, the COVID crisis. So uh, one of my friends did say, he's got PPE, hasn't he? I said, <laughs> no, <laughs> on both counts. Um, you know, there's PMT, which he definitely had not. And there's a, a range of, of acronyms like that, you know. So it's not just telling them, it's actually then remembering uh, them them remembering and at first it was me remembering what those initials stood for and I think yeah. slightly, I mean I don't know maybe I'm wrong but they seem slightly um not completely clear what it is um yes so palsy for example you know palsy um and I'd, I'd come across it in, in Shakespeare, actually, where it just generally means an illness. But I think, you put me right, palsy means, um, doesn't it mean a stiffness or a... Yeah, um, something like that, yeah. So, or yes. a disability. Yeah. 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 And as for the middle word, well, you know, <laughs> still don't know what that means, I'm afraid. I did look it up, but it didn't sink in. Yes. Mm. I think it's generally, it's a difficult um, phrase to remember, isn't it? Um, the, the yeah. progressive, the progressive bit at the beginning is the one that, that is the most useful word, really. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, and even the fact that it's three words, um, you know, multi-syllable three words. Yes. I think uh, makes a difference as well because some illnesses are, are, are one, aren't they? Like Parkinson's or. Yes. Um, and and when you first heard it, did you try? Um, searching for it on the internet and find that you got all sorts of strange um, websites <laughs> yes. come up. Yes, if you Google it, the first thing that come out is uh, PlayStations. Yeah. Which definitely wasn't needed. Yeah, but this, this is it. Um, you have to be careful. Um, I did find a lot of um, stuff on American websites, some of which was a little bit bizarre. So I decided to discount that, rightly or wrongly and just use um, UK sites. Yes. I, I think that's quite wise with all medical conditions is in that treatment in other countries is different and opinion can be different. And so you have yeah. to see what's what's right and available here, don't you? That, yeah, yeah. All right, so. Oh, thank you. So that so you had some entertainment out of um, some of your friends' responses then. Oh, well, you know, you have to, don't you? Really? Yes. You have to find fun where you can get it. And there's not yeah. a lot of fun in your partner no. having SP. No, no, you're absolutely right.
so what did you find was the most difficult bit about explaining it to, to people, explaining PSP to people? Um, that the prognosis was not as good hmm. as for Parkinson's. Yeah. That, that's it basically. And how did you manage that? I mean, that's, that's a difficult thing to be repeating, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I th again, I think it very much depends on the on the person and, and where we were and what we were doing. You know, if we're having a couple of glasses of wine, they'd probably get the full half hour you know, <laughs> and go into all the details. Um, I mean, to them, probably might look just the same anyway. It wasn't like suddenly he had developed some other symptoms which made him look different. So it's um, it was the case that he looked the same, but he had a diagnosis that meant he had something a bit more serious, if you like. I'm not trying to say Parkinson's isn't serious, you know what I mean, but it um, doesn't respond well to medication. And that's the difference, isn't it? That Parkinson's has some disease modifying medication, which PSP unfortunately currently doesn't. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And, and was Mike able to explain his diagnosis to people or, did, or were you the one who did it? He wasn't able to, no. no. He, he can say I've got PSP, but... Um, He's not got a lot of um, speech or conversation now. Right. And he's a very quiet man, even before he had PSP. Hey. Yes. You know, he was never going to be the one who I, I've always, as you can tell, I'm the one who's always done the talking. <laughs> he wasn't out in the marketplace trumpeting what his diagnosis was to everyone. No, no, exactly the opposite. <laughs> if, if anybody asks how Mike how he is, he says fine. Yes. Um, and when, when he had this bad accident and was sort of um, blue lighted into resus at ENR, one of the medical staff marshals said, how are you? And he went, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And then they said, how are you really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, what, what recommendations would you give to other families who are touched by PSP who might be struggling to find the right words to explain a diagnosis to other people? Gosh, I don't know if I'm um, in a position to give advice. Um, I, it must depend on the person, mustn't it, who has, who has it. As I just, I suppose that does link into what I just said about Mike being quiet. Mm. Um, you know, it, he's, he's not the sort that would relish um, telling people or discussing anything, let alone PSP. You know, if Mike had a um, sore finger or a bad cold, he would brush it aside. Yes. Um, so I suppose you've got to take that into consideration. Um, the person who has PSP, what are they like? Um, and, and how would they like it explained? Yes. And who? I mean, I've taken it to be myself um, because I'm with him 24 7 um but i suppose in some circumstances there might be another family member who might be better at that mm. you know yes and do you think knowing the diagnosis has changed how people respond to him well since the diagnosis have got of course he's got quite a bit worse um, that's in the last year, I would say, particularly. So it's very visible now um, yes. what is happening. Uh, he's in a wheelchair, um, actually 
partly thanks to um, a grant from PSP, I must say, which was <laughs> very much appreciated. But he's in that all the time now. Yes. Um, and he wasn't before. He was on a um, you know, push along row later. So mm. it's, it's very visible that things have uh, changed. Mm. Uh, it's lost a bit of weight yeah, and, the, and the speech thing as well. Yes. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to mention about, you know, how you, you went about uh, researching the condition or explaining it to people or things you, you know, anything else you'd like to, to impart to us? I mean, I know some people like to research things like this and other people don't. Um, and again, I think that, that's a personal choice once you've got it you've got it so you could say why find out more you know mm. um I, I i don't think i would have done that but my two daughters are right on the internet right away uh, <laughs> many different websites including from abroad and taking notes etc so um you know i knew that they would they would do that yes um, so again it's i suppose it's treating the whole family as well as as how they react as to yes. how you, you react as well. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking about this. It's been really helpful and um, I'm sure others will have things to take away and adapt and use in their own discussions with family and friends. Um, if anyone listening needs support in describing PSP and how it can affect a loved one to family or friends or anyone else you come into regular contact with, the helpline is always here to help. If you'd like to speak to the Helpline in Confidence, you can call us on 0300 0110 or email us at helpline at pspassociation.org.uk. You can also request useful resources such as our PSP and CBD information card and alert cards to be posted to you to help any such discussions. Mm -hmm.